name's Jason Hale. Uh, I'm sure I've been called a lot worse. We were playing music for about 28 some odd years. Started playing when I was about eight years old or so. I, for my mom, uh, she bought me a, a little Muppet drum set and, and uh, the thing lasted about it, you know. And the lady there, she says, well, I, I'm not quite sure. Let me get some information for you. Come see me after service. And I'll never forget, uh, after service, standing up and, and getting ready to walk over there. And this lady was kind of out of breath, it seemed like. And she, oh, I'm glad I found you, she said. Uh, I says, oh, no, they're going to kick me out. You say we're not responsible, but we are. Do you believe that? Do you believe we're responsible? What's so cool is that woman who walked into the jail with a Bible and gave it to Jason, she felt responsible. She said, man, I've got something that I can actually give. No intention in our mind of ever staying 35 because we knew that God wanted to use us to let the rest of the valley know. And look at you guys. I mean, look what's happened in these years. So here we are, nine years later, with 13. Lately, we've been having almost 1,600 people showing up on a Sunday morning. Everyone you know. And he's the sustainer. He holds people's lives together. He matters because for us as the church, he's the one who leads us. We, we, I, again, I've said it so many times, but we had no intention ever in my life of living in Salt Lake City. Anybody else? Yeah. Now, can I just say all of it in his salvation, right? And then we looked at last week, you matter, man. Why are we doing this? Because you matter. You are of inestimable value to God. He gave up his life. He sacrificed himself for you. And he said, and you know what? What's so important about that? Not only and then uh, greet each other real quick. Just say welcome to everybody. Welcome each other and then have a seat. This sculpture that had two people together, so I got it. And it gave me this idea, like every year, I'm just going to find something of the number of our family. So when Mariah was born, I had to find something that had three things put together. And sometimes when Ashton was born, I had to find something with four. Now with Caleb, every year I got to find something. And you don't know what it is. Then you can't use it for its purpose. Does that make sense? So what we are really matters. Because there are a bunch of goofy ideas about and why I'm here. So you guys, as the church, who are we? And why are we here? And I can't wait, man. There's just a small little passage of thing I'm going to share with you that God has revealed to us. And Because I'm telling you, like, even when I was in seven, I were here. And I ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. So Peter's writing, and he's writing to the church, okay? When he starts off this letter, he writes, he says, to the churches. So he's talking to us, and here's his definition. Can we go back to that? Remember? No, but seriously, Susie and I will say that, like, thank you for choosing me. I'm telling you, in what God says, you know why you're here? Any one of you in this room, and we all know this, if any of us at all have faith in Christ, it's not because we were like these really good people. Mine. Isn't that what you do when you purchase something? You say, that is more valuable than my money. I want this, and you'll sacrifice your money because you want that. And here's what God did, man. He said, I want you. And when the Bible says when he purchased you, he said he made you his. Good news. 
Man, I'm telling you, I've been telling you for nine years, my life is one big pile of mercy. Like, I can't believe that Jesus Christ came into my heart that was so selfish, so broken, so wanting to do my own thing, and he opened my eyes, still loves me. You guys, he pulled us into the light, and that's who you are. You guys, let's never forget this. Let's never forget this. The church is the people of God. We belong to him. The light, so I, that just reminded me of Motel 6. Anybody else? Okay, like the light got turned on. He turned it on for me, and I finally see, and I finally get it. And then God said, great. Now guess why you are here. Guess why this was made. Guess why these were made. God in my heart? How cool is that? Which reminds me, one of, one of mine, he said, now you're my friend. He goes, I don't call you guys servants anymore. He goes, you're my friend. How, how cool. Okay, what else? What else? You guys go. Okay, he gives us hope. We need to know, man, that there is a God who forgives, who died for them, who has unconditional love and grace and will be with them and who gives peace and eternal life and heals. I'm telling you, and K2 the church exists not to, for us to praise God just in here. We're going to do that in just a minute. That's part. Who are we? We're those who've received mercy. Great. Well, then, once you got view of mercy, what are you supposed to do? I'm supposed to offer my life to God. In other words, I'm not going to live for me anymore. I'm actually going to live for him. But here's the point, you guys. This isn't that. He's the reason we're here. And then all of a sudden, you see what starts to get valuable? Who starts to get valuable? Okay, go ahead and answer me. Who starts to get valuable? Yes. Like all of a sudden you go, God, you are more valuable than anything to knowing Christ compared to experiencing his forgiveness, having his power, experiencing my reason for being here, and I found it in Jesus. You guys, that's what we are. You know what we're here for? We're here to declare his praises. To You're saying that money spent on your life you're going to sacrifice something that you would have spent on yourself. And instead, you're going to say, God, what you are doing and who you are is more valuable to me. 